0: What is the use of a podcast trailer and why should you have one? You'll notice on many of the streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the trailer is featured at the top of any podcast. It should be a couple minutes long, maybe one, two minutes long max, and give people a preview of what to expect on your show. It's an ad for your show, it's a summary, it's a taste. And I had a trailer up on this show from almost exactly a year ago, which was no longer accurate because this was back when this show was five days a week and a few other ways that I was promoting it that just no longer apply because it has evolved and it is okay for your content to evolve and change. You're not set in stone with what you first set out to do. Let it evolve. Let it make more sense for your audience and your schedule and everything. So here's, here's the thing. Always tell your friends when they have spinach in their teeth. They'll thank you. No no one is embarrassed They're like, oh, gosh, thanks. You saved me from more embarrassment. I know this was happening for a little while, but at least now I can fix the problem. Thank you to my friend, Daniel Hill. He told me I had spinach in my trailer because it was recorded in mono. And it's funny. I was playing with my settings on GarageBand and I used the Shure SM7B. I have a Cloudlifter and I have a Scarlett interface. There's a bunch of moving parts to it, and sometimes I'll, I'll test and tweak things. Anyway, it ended up in mono, so you would only hear it in one ear if you had on headphones. Thank you, Daniel. Have fixed it and re-uploaded it now. Moral of the story, if you see somebody tagging the wrong account, just give them a heads up. Hey, guys, it has this ending on it. We didn't get the uh, original brand simple handle, and make sure you add the AI. You know, whatever it is, because people want to tag you. Obviously, I'm talking about Wealth Voice. This goes back to the whole squatting on handles thing. Um, I'm trying to actually get another handle for this other idea sub-brand that we're considering building out. And someone's been squatting on it since 2011 at this hackathon in Columbus, Ohio. And they had like four tweets and it's a really good brand name. It's like Oh man, it's probably one of the best brand names I've seen in anything to do with voice and I really want to get it, but I'm not going down that road. If I can't get the pure Twitter handle, I don't want underscores. I don't want to add AI or IO or anything to it. So I'm going to reach out to this guy and hopefully he'll be cool about it because it's a startup community, right? You know, if you're squatting on it, just let it go, give it away. Anyway, guys, thanks again to Daniel. Spinach is now cleaned out of my teeth. And if you have any questions about how to record with the Shure SM7B, let me know, because I think I've really made all the possible mistakes you can as somebody who is self-taught. You can go on to YouTube, actually have a review where I'd show you my setup of the Shure SM7B, which is correct. As long as there is no user error in GarageBand, you'll be fine with the setup I showed you. Go to YouTube.com slash Emily Binder. And look for the Shure SM7B review and setup. It's under 10 minutes. Everything I do is quick for you, of course. P.S. The YouTube video is linked in the show notes of this episode. And if you would like direct help setting up your podcast, working with your equipment, creating your trailer, what content should be in your podcast trailer for your existing podcast, book a call with me. I'd love to help you. EmilyBender.com slash call. Talk with you soon.